Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? It is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. We like to call it the early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports site, the best value in all sports betting, and it's not close. Now, here at this brand, we do everything different than everybody else. This is the beginning of our week. How did we end our week? Well, I don't do this often enough, I don't think. We had a phenomenal day. Yet again, day after day after day after day. And all kidding aside, eight and three yesterday across the brand. But of course, you know, you can get all these picks an hour before the show. But let me just say this all kidding aside, day in, day out, 365, haven't missed a day since December of 2020. And my entire crew never complains. They just get after it, they show up every single day. And for that, I am eternally grateful. And you should be too. Yes, this is a job, but damn it. Do we love doing it so very much? So with all that being said, the beginning of our week, we are laser focused, and I've got the absolute very best at my disposal. But do not forget, later today, the early wedge, and we absolutely destroyed it last week at the PGA Championship, but the Charles Schwab Challenge. And how about this? Michael Block. Yes, you can actually put him in fantasy lineups this week. Amazing. We'll talk all about it today at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And EC will be on the show today with the counselor and with myself. All right, let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them. You love them. And look who we have today. M Squared is here. The Sniper is here. Zach Attack is here. And Mikey B is here. Now, um, Mikey B, you saw that incredible recap yesterday. However, you were one of the X's. Your thoughts? I am so – I ruined the perfect evening for the early edge in five Bailey Ober walking the park in the first inning. I was putting my son to bed. I pulled it up on my phone. Ugh. Disgusting, Coach. The I'm only link. Uh, and when you're dealing with frickin' frack, you know that is saying something, correct? Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Thank goodness for Michael Porter Jr. It wasn't a complete flop, but I ruined it. Hey, Not you, said, you said the juice was worth the squeeze, and you were absolutely correct. Now, gentlemen, let's jump right into it. Marquee matchups. And I saw a tweet the other day. The numbers are minus one and a half. Finally, the Miami Heat are favored in the game. They're up 3-0, by the way. Thank you, Sportsbooks. This has been easy money so far. 216 and a half. I don't know what the odds were, but I saw somebody bet $100 to win 72000 Do you guys see this? $72,000 on both things to sweep, and you parlay them together. Oh, if you would have bet the Heat and the Nuggets to sweep, 
it was like something ridiculous, like crazy, crazy, crazy. But that's where we find ourselves tonight. Nuggets, tip of the cap. You took care of the Lakers last night. Tonight, can the Miami Heat do it? So, Mikey, we're going to start with you. M squared, I mean, we have two Mikeys today. So, M squared, let's start with you. Are we fading or are we following the Heat to wrap things up and cover the one and a half? Uh, I'm going to lean towards the fade of the Miami Heat here. I, I like the Celtics side a little bit in this one. I'm uh, more interested in the total personally. I like the under 216.5. I make the number 213 for this series. Uh, the answer for the Celtics to me is they've got to clean it up in terms of transition defense. Transition defense is one thing that you can fix at times because it's most correlated to effort. If you watched that last game, they were getting outrun by Zeller. Zeller was scoring in transition. That should never happen at any point in his career, but certainly not at this point in Zeller's career. Uh, so I do expect a little better effort there. I know it would be easy to let things go and uh, you know, kind of enter the offseason from Miami here, but I, I like the Celtics to at least put up a strong effort here should translate into a little lower scoring game. And I agree with that, too. Last night, by the way, depending on where you had the over, I bet it earlier in the day at 222, bought it down to two, covered. Later in the day, it went up to 225, 226, and it didn't cover. That's how sharp sometimes these lines are. Mikey, thank you very much. Zach Attack, let's come to you. Are you fading or following the Miami Heat tonight? Well, I will have a play on the side, uh, but as far as the total, I'm going to lean to the under, just like Mike said. Uh, I don't expect the Miami Heat to collectively, and that's how they're winning the series collectively. They've got so many players that are stepping up. I just don't see them being able to shoot that well a fourth straight time, 56% from the field, draining threes. you got to expect Boston to get some sort of balance because the role players have not played up the par in this series they need to help jason tatum and jalen brown because defensively miami is locked in on those two players and as far as pace of play we've seen it high for stretches but you look at the end of the box score miami only shot 81 shots in game three so for me the play here would be a lean on the total under 216 and a half well zach if we have tonight like what we had last night i mean it was 130 something in the first half and they didn't even get to 225 in the second half. So we'll have to pay attention to that pace that Zach's talking about. All right, Sniper, let's come to you. Are you fading or following the heat tonight, sir? Well, first off, I want to give a shout to my Hoosier, my fellow Hoosier, Cody Zeller. Good job running the floor, apparently, the other night. I didn't watch, but hey, that a boy, Cody, way to do us proud. Uh, Look, I, I've heard a million times the, the phrase "the gentleman's sweep" in the NBA. I didn't. Uh, I, I've always kind of thought it was a dumb term, but I'll tell you who's not a gentleman: Jimmy Buckets. He is no gentleman. He's going to take care of business tonight. I'm going with the Heat. That's a very, very succinct take, and I think it's the right one. But you have other guys that disagree. That's why they play the game. Mikey B, you're our NBA aficionado. Are you fading or following the Heat tonight? Yeah, I do not bet against Jimmy Butler. Uh, he just asked him for trouble. The guy is incredible. The the Heat have a massive coaching advantage in this series. The Celtics, I, I can't believe for a team as talented as they are, they just completely quit in game three when they got down big early. They were jacking up lazy three-pointers. There was no effort. This does not look like a team uh, that can handle Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra. The, the Heat are the most prepared team. Jimmy Butler is in their heads. I think the Heat win this and sweep the series. I'm glad you brought up Spolstra because it is so painfully obvious that it is a coaching mismatch. Al Horford is older than his head coach. <laughs> He's older than his head coach. The guy just can't handle the pressure at this level. It's just, it's obvious. It is obvious. But do you know where else we discuss all this stuff right before the game? 
24-7, early edge guys, talent all over the place. You know what I'm talking about. CBS Sports HQ. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Josh in the chat says, we need a little A-B for some college baseball and postseason baseball. Don't worry. We've got you. And also, we have WNBA coming as well. Calvin Wetzel is going to come back to the early edge for another WNBA season. So be ready for that as well. All right, Sniper, we are in your wheelhouse, sir. It's time to play a little pick the prop. And you guys have gotten really, really good at this. Amazingly so. Oh, the bucket special. Jorge Soler, plus 225. Jordan Alvarez, plus 310. And then... Peter Alonzo, you're getting a good number for him, Sniper, tonight. Tell me why. Uh, on Alonzo, uh, it's a good number because it's uh, – I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he's facing a lefty. He's in Wrigley Field. It's a pretty good number. He's not the one I'm picking. I, I actually – I initially was going to go with Jordan Alvarez, and then he hit two bombs, including a grand slam last night, and maybe this is a mistake, but I just thought if he hit two last night – maybe be a little evening out and he won't hit a bomb tonight. So I ended up going with Jorge Soler here. Seven home runs in his last 17 games. Against lefties this year, he's absolutely worn them out. A 406 average with seven home runs against left-handed pitching. He's facing Austin Gomber, and he's in Coors Field. So I'm going with Jorge Soler. But honestly, all three of these would be a very good pick. I got the Rockies last night at minus 140 on the run line. I couldn't believe it. Miami was favored that much last night. Easy, easy cash. All right, M squared, I'm coming to you, big boy. Pick your prop. Uh, I'm going to go to Alvarez first, then Soler. Alonzo's a relatively distant uh, third, only because of the weather conditions today. Um, It it doesn't seem like a massive weather boost, but it is uh, negative 25% home run hitting at Wrigley today. So that's why you see a number like this on Alonzo. Uh, but I'll, I'll take Alvarez here. It's a slight positive park shift for him. It's a guaranteed ninth inning team at bat for the team. Uh, not something you always get with him. So despite the success yesterday, it uh, doesn't really matter for me. So I'm going to I'm gonna take Alvarez here. And as always, M squared knows exactly the answer that I'm looking for. Mikey, as always, thank you very much. By the way, I love the name in the chat, early edging myself. Interesting. But he says, ruined a seven-leg parlay for me. There's no such thing as ruining a seven-leg parlay. No, that's just... <laughs> Just, that doesn't happen because you're never going to hit it, but maybe once in a while. So no such thing. Coach, I can I interrupt? I've got a rule that I think a lot of people should follow. When Talk it comes to, to parlays and animals, we stick four legs max. That's it. It's got more than four legs. We don't touch it. That's I'm why he's a resident genius. Yeah. I tell you guys that all the time. If it doesn't have more than – or let, what what'd you say again? Four legs or less? Yes. If it's got more than four legs, we're not touching it. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. So glad EC isn't here right now. No, 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 no. (laughs) Shut up. Mikey's talking. All right. Now, it is time to get to the next person. I was getting ready to go into our board. Uh, Mr. Barner, pick your prop. 
Yeah, that early edging myself, that might actually be EC. That could be a burner account. So uh, we're not really too sure there. We'll have to verify that. Uh, I will also take Jorge Soler. Uh, Austin Gomber has given up nine home runs and 44 in the third innings this season for his career. Soler has a 518 slugging percentage against left-handed pitchers compared to a 443 slugging percentage against righties. Um, like the sniper said, you got Coors Field there. So I'll go with Soler too. Okay. Uh, he will ever, forever will be the person who won the very first pick the prop on the early edge. He'll always have that. And it, it just makes me laugh and it makes me smile every single time I say his name. It's just awesome. Zach Attack, bring us home. Which prop are you picking? I'm actually going to go with Pete Alonzo. I know Mike says it's a, a minus 25% chance with the weather in sh- Chicago at Wrigley Field, but he does have a hot bat. Prior to Saturday's postponement, he had a home run in four straight games uh, before Sunday's doubleheader against Cleveland Guardians. And then you go back to last year, he's homered the last two times against the Chicago Cubs, including when Drew Smiley was on the mound, and it did come against Chicago Cubs bullpen. So I'll take Alonzo plus 360. All right, very good. A lot of different picks, a lot of different information. I tell you all the time, educate and entertain. Hashtag knowledge is power. Take the knowledge, write it down, use it today or moving into the future. All right. It is now time for our board. And we have had so many good days lately, but we refocus every single day. But as the baseball season is ramping up, there's another sport that is ramping down, but not here at CBS because just over a month ago, We launched a brand new 24-7 soccer network that we like to call, say it with me, Galazzo! Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. And I love that promo. Ziggy says you never go against M squared. I think we've established that for two and a half years. You do not go against M squared. The only person I've never won a showdown with. Ever. I put a block on his Venmo account. It won't even let me send him money anymore. <laughs> sort of. All right. Zach Attack. I have looked, and as I produced with Snake the show and laid everything out, I was like, you know what? I think Zach needs to go first today because you're going against the grain. You're going against the sports books. You think that the Eastern Conference Finals will continue. You're up first. Yes, I do, Coach. I'm going to take the Boston Celtics, but I have to get a little Cody Zeller jab in. His last game in college with oh, Victor no. Oladipo, 2013, oh. Elite Eight, oh. gone against the Syracuse Orangemen. So I had to get that shot in there. Boston Celtics plus one and a half. You know what? The Miami Heat have done this postseason in the first two rounds. Feeding off Jimmy Butler has been tremendous, but now they're doing collectively, as I said in the lead-up in the show, shooting lights out. Caleb Martin, Bam Adebayo, uh, uh, Gabe Vincent in the last game. You can go on and on and on, but I still think you look at this Boston Celtics team. Should have won game two. Kind of expected what happened a little bit in game three because the Heat came out with so much energy and Boston just laid an egg. So I think they can readjust here in game four. You have nothing else you can do here. Your season is on the line, and I think they can still make a series of this. You win game four, you're going back home for game five. I know you need to win four games, but right there, you chop your destination in half. You can win two games, you can win these next two games here. So I'm going to take the Boston Celtics. Play your game. 
get out to an early lead and let's see what happens there. And then I'm going to take a picture K prop Jose Barrios under four and a half strikeouts for the Toronto Blue Jays. He has had a pattern over his last seven starts where if he throws more than six strikeouts, he follows it up the next game with under four strikeouts. So just let's go over this real quick. Had six strikeouts, then three. Nine strikeouts, then four. Seven, then three. His last start against the Tampa Bay or the New York Yankees. He threw eight strikeouts. Today he's going to face the Tampa Bay Rays. It's the first time this season he's facing an opponent for opponent for the second time this season. Definitely a tough tough matchup for him against Tampa Bay Rays. Let's take the under four and a half strikeouts for Jose Barrios. The teeter totter effect. Do you guys want to do that work? Did you know what the last six or eight games look like? No. That's why we have Zach attack. Now, Sniper, I got one for you. Uh, Lamello says, uh, Sniper, do you still like the Rockies today? Accidentally bet on today's game when placing yesterday. That happens all the time, actually. Uh, wondering if you would cash out or let it ride plus 100. No, I, I think that I'm I'm still going to look at that. I'm looking at my dry erase board that I referenced on Sunday. Uh, I'm probably going to play the Marla, the Rockies today because I think the Marlins are in fade territory. Their record is way too good still, even after having lost three of their last four here on this road trip. I definitely think that they're going to continue to lose games. So in all likelihood, I'm going to play the Rockies. So, yeah, I would stick with it. And also, I'm really sad right now that Zach Attack had to bring up IU losing to Syracuse because my first thought was, oh, that was actually the Sweet 16 because IU hasn't been past the Sweet 16 since 2002 when I was at IU. That's how old I am. Oh, Oh, we're going back and forth, and I love it. I'll just stay out of the way. We're going a little IU in Syracuse on a May, May Tuesday. I love it. All, right. All I remember is Victor Oladipo falling to the ground <laughs> against that zone. <laughs> oh, I do too. <laughs> Some of those are great and nice, right? All oh, the memories, the games, the players. Love it. Now, the Mets, they have some good players that have not been living up to expectations. M Squared, I'm coming to you. Because maybe today's the day that they draw a line in the sand. What say you? Yes, Coach. I like the Mets today at Wrigley Field. Uh, played at minus 105 at win last night, uh, up on Sportsline minus 110. Like it there uh, quite a bit. I make the number 55%, meaning it should be minus 122. Uh, so that's kind of a range you're looking for throughout the day here if you're watching this a little later. Uh, as far as the game here, though, the reason this game is priced where it is, Drew Smiley's having a really strong year. Not something you typically expect at his age at this point in his career to be having this kind of success. He's only really throwing three pitches, though. He's had a ton of success with the curveball. We all know that. You can sit on it. You can try to hit it. But where he's getting hit is the sinking fastball. He's still throwing it pretty often. He's given up five home runs on the sinking fastball, just 91 miles per hour here. So what is interesting in this spot is the weather in this game. We're projecting minus 25% in terms of home run hitting. Uh, I think that impacts the Cubs lineup just a touch more than the Mets lineup overall. Uh, I think with Kodai on the mound in these conditions, I think it's really, really good for him. You look at his last start, he was incredible against the best team in baseball, the Rays, uh, in terms of hitting right-handed pitching. Phenomenal in that matchup. Another great pitching environment overall here. I think the Mets should be closer to minus 122, so we've played them here on the money line. And another great take from our resident genius, M Squared. I've already played the Mets. I got the pick an hour ago because guess what? I'm a Sportsline member. That's right. And you can be too. Use a promo code early. I'll give you 30 days for free. You can get all of these picks an hour early before the show. Beat the number. That's the whole point. M Squared, as always, thank you. Now, Sniper, I'm coming to you because I'm staring 
at a pick that I really like how this team is starting to trend, but they have a really big matchup right now. And last night was a phenomenal game against the LA Dodgers. What do you think happens tonight? I think there's going to be a lot of run scoring on one side. I'm going to go over four and a half for the Braves offense. They've got Spencer Strider on the hill, so the Braves should win this game, but I'm most comfortable with taking the over here. And I know that the Braves have worn out left-handed pitching, and they're actually getting a right-hander in Bobby Miller tonight for the Dodgers, but this is Miller's major league debut. He's only had eight games above double A in his career so far this season in triple A. He's topped out at 76 pitches. Only one time has he gone more than four innings. And the reason that matters is because the Dodgers bullpen is exhausted in the last nine games. They've thrown at least four innings, averaging five and a third per game. That's the entire bullpen. They've had no days off in that span. Uh, They've had short starts from Clayton Kershaw. They've had Julio, Urias go down with an injury. Dustin May's gone down with an injury. So the entire bullpen is completely overworked. They've got a starter making his major league debut against one of the best offenses in baseball. I don't know if he's necessarily going to get worn out in the first inning like Stone Garrett did last night for the Dodgers, but the Braves should get to him at some point, and then the Dodgers will have to turn the ball over to a completely exhausted bullpen. So I like the Braves team total over here. Also, shifting to the Bronx, For my second play, my old buddy Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. Going back to Anthony Rizzo, left-hander with a short porch in the Bronx. You've always got to love that. Uh, You know, Bradish pitching for the Orioles, Kyle Bradish, not the most exciting starter. He's decent. He's not terrible, but he's not great. You've got a a right-hander against Rizzo. I know so far this year he has better numbers against lefties, and he's done such a good job at learning how to hit left-handers, but that doesn't mean that the lefty-righty matchup is bad at all. Again, righty-lefty, Rizzo, short porch, that's always a good formula. But Rizzo, the thing is, he's really, really streaky. And in his last 18 games, he's hitting 343 with a 616 slugging. In his last nine games, he has five home runs and 11 RBIs. So we're going to go over the one and a half hits plus runs plus RBI there on Anthony Rizzo. And I also wanted to give a shout to someone in the chat who actually used to be an assistant high school baseball coach when I played. I just recognized his name and he said he went to IU like I did. And I said, hey, didn't you coach me at Noblesville in the mid 90s? And he said, like, holy cow, that was when I was student teaching. What a small world we have here at Early Edge. How about that? And what's his name again? What's his name? Brian Tonsoni. Brian, Brian, welcome to the show. Welcome to Sniper's show. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Wow. Wow, pretty cool. Brian, uh, real quick, Steven says, Coach, you know Shakespeare popularized the expression, what say you? You are the bard. Do I or any of us look like we know anything about Shakespeare, Steven, at all? At all? I don't even know. I may have just swore. I don't even know what a bard is. Anybody? Anybody? He's the closer for the Rockies, right? Daniel Bard? Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Now, uh, Mikey B, we've arrived, right? It's pretty obvious that you're getting the maestro spot today. But as expected, I just got a text. And I'm going to read it word for word. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. It says, hey, coach, can you please let Mikey B know that my back is getting very sore carrying him on early edge in five? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. E C. Hmm. Floor is yours, sir. 
Well, you know, he's all full of himself now. He's got the coach action figure. He's like <laughs> a thousand and two on his picks. He's getting out of control. But anyways, I'm going to redeem myself from that disaster twins pick yesterday. We're just going to do NBA, two NBA player props. First, we'll do Bam Adebayo over 17 and a half points at minus 123. Now, he only played 26 minutes in game three because of the lopsided score. Still, he scored 13 points. Prior to that, he had scored at least 18 points in five straight games. He's a very efficient shooter. He's shooting 55.4% from the field for his career. He's Jimmy Butler's top running mate. I think this is going to be a close game. So I think he's going to play enough to hit the over 17 and a half points. And then one of the Heat's unsung hero, Caleb Martin, will do over 11 and a half points for him at minus 129. He's a key reason why the Heat have the Celtics on the brink of elimination. He scored at least 15 points in all three games. He's shooting an insane 63.2% from the field. Now, Kevin Love is not playing well in the series. He's getting abused in the pick and roll. The Heat haven't been able to play him much because of that. As a result, Martin has played at least 30 minutes in all three games. Love is probable with that lower leg injury, but even if he is active, I don't think he's going to play a ton. I think we got at least 30 minutes from Martin again, so we'll take the over on his 11 and a half points. So EC will not have to carry me, hopefully, today. Uh, I don't want him to sweat through his undershirt. Uh, I want him to be able to hold my own weight here. <laughs> that is very, very funny. It's really hard to tease him when he's, like you said, 1,002. It, it, yeah. makes, it makes my shtick not as easy. Yeah. And when people are calling him E-Sizzle in the chat. Oh. oh. That cannot Man. help any of us. It's like when somebody's gone like four for five with two home runs and you try, try to talk trash to them. You're like, well, I, I can't really say anything right now. It's like Jimmy Butler yeah. the other night. Yeah. Whole, <laughs> Please don't compare EC to Jimmy to Butler. <laughs> Mikey, you're right. You're right. Please I don't, don't even know Please what don't. I was thinking. About. That's disgusting. Jimmy's over here. EC's over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here's the recap. Courtesy of the snake, always on the ones and the twos. M squared. One plate today. But as always, give him a follow. If you're a sports side member, you know he's got stuff all over the place on our site. Mets Moneyline, minus 110. Zach attacked two big plays. He believes that Boston will continue the series tonight, plus one and a half. Jose Barrios, under four and a half Ks, plus 105. He gave you all the reasons why. Then the sniper, two plays. Braves team total over four and a half, minus 110. Doesn't matter who wins. We just need five runs from Atlanta. Then Anthony Rizzo, over one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs. Then Mikey B, out of the maestro spot. Bam, out of Bayou, over 17 and a half points, minus 123. And Caleb Martin, over 11 and a half points, minus 129. I honestly can't believe that this number is where it's at. He has been dynamic in these Eastern Conference Finals. Do not forget, later today, 3 p.m. Eastern time, the early wedge with me, the counselor, EC, as we get you ready for the Charles Schwab. And there's a lot of good players playing this week, a lot. So that'll be a good show. And then also at 4 p.m. Eastern time, as always, early edge in five. More best bets for the night in sports. I love starting my day this way. Hopefully you do too. And with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my attacker, Lobo, M Squirt, Sack Attack, Sniper, Mikey B, the snake, always behind the scenes, doing the really hard work, to be honest with you, but we can't do without him. I am simply the coach. Trying to keep this train on the track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's what we're all about right here at the Early Edge. Good luck.
May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus.